Hello and welcome to the Motivated Author Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Mitchell, and I'm a seven-figure New York Times best-selling author. But it hasn't always been this way. There was a time when I put my manuscript in a drawer for a whole year because I was convinced I wasn't good enough to write. Fast forward a few years and now I'm writing full-time and living a life I love. Now my goal is to empower established and aspiring authors to create, believe and succeed with their writing. So stay tuned. And today I'll be sharing some high performance habits that will help you gain the confidence to write that book you've always dreamed of. I'll also be discussing how established authors can reignite their passion for writing too. Now, the first thing I'm going to tackle today is confidence or the lack of. Tell me, how many of you have said, I'll write a book one day, but you've never actually got around to it? Well, guess what? It's not about having the time. It's about confidence. It's scary putting yourself out there. It's like that time you spoke to someone at a big event with lipstick on your teeth or your zipper was halfway down. Believe me, we've all had embarrassing moments. But you know what? It's called being human and we get over them quickly enough. If the thought of sharing your words is too much, then just write for yourself. Make it as natural as watching TV or reading your favourite book. Only it's like one of those Netflix episodes where you get to decide what the characters do next. See writing as your very own interactive game. This also applies to authors who have been going for a while and get a bit jaded by it all. I've written 20 books now, so it's really important to me that I stay passionate about my writing. Aspiring authors may worry about things like getting published, putting themselves out there and getting an agent, while many established authors worry about book sales, performances and keeping their agents and publishers. So it does you a lot of good to just reset every now and again and remind yourself why and how you got into this in the first place. Stay passionate because it's not the actual writing that people stress about. It's the circumstances around it. So it's worth keeping things in perspective. The better your energy is around writing, the more positive things you'll attract into your life. And this isn't woo-woo. Hello, <laughs> I love a bit of woo-woo. It's scientifically proven. I'm constantly talking about the importance of keeping a good perspective because it'll make you more open to seeing the opportunities around you. And they are all around you. This is an exciting time to be an author. And I know people talk about book saturation, but go on to Amazon and look at the top 100 book charts. Someone else has done it. Why not you? Seriously, why not you? And I know there's celebrity authors in there and people who naturally do well because they're famous anyway. But there's also a sprinkling of people just like me. Ordinary people who took a chance, who had huge self-belief and made it happen. And if I can do it, so can you. Because believe me, I am nothing special. I just work really, really hard. There's a lot of brilliant writers who sadly won't see the light of day. And there's a lot of good writers who will do far better because they work really hard at it. Now, I'm not saying what sort of a writer I am, <laughs> but I'm, let's just say I'm happy with how I've done. And I'm very pleased with my reviews as well. And there's nothing to say that you can't do it too. And you don't need to have had an exciting job or life experience working in the police, say, if you want to write a crime thriller. You can just have an imagination that is so rich with detail that you can develop in your own time. And it is doable. 
I mean, I write from the perspective of a serial killer in most of my books. I study the minds of serial killers. I study psychology and things like that. I've obviously never killed anyone (laughs) and have no intentions on doing so. But I can put myself in their shoes. And I try to write them so the reader is almost sympathetic to them at one point. They're not the villain twiddling his moustache. It's someone who could be an actual ordinary person going about their day-to-day business, but has this other dark side. And it happens in real life. But as I said, you know, if someone else like me has done it, then why not you? It's the same thing I said to my daughter when she was considering psychology as a subject in university. She wasn't sure if she was aiming a little too high because it was such a competitive field. And it was hard, you know, it was a hard thing to study over the years. And I turned to her and I said, well, someone has to do it and why not you? And she recently graduated with first class honours and she thanked me on her graduation day for the comment that I made years before because it helped her to visualise herself in that role. And you know what? It made my day. It really did warm my heart that she remembered it after all that time. And you need to visualise yourself to be what you want to be too. I remember when I was starting off writing and I read somewhere, act like the author you want to be. And I thought that was quite powerful. And when I went on social media and I commented on things and I did things, I always used to think, well, you know, how would someone successful as an author behave? How would they act? And that really is important. And it's quite sad to have to say, I actually know of people who have started writing and are kind of annoyed with themselves, I suppose, because they're not doing as well as they'd hoped. Or maybe they're just a bit disenchanted with it all. And they see people on Facebook who are selling millions or doing really well. And they'll go online and go on Amazon and leave them a really nasty review. And I don't mean a review for the story because they've probably not even read the book. But actually a really nasty personal review saying that person shouldn't write because they're this and they're that. And I've had it happen to me and I know lots of authors who have had it happen to them too. And I, I don't feel angry at them. I feel sad for them. And I think that is, it's not a good place to be. You should be more positive in your life and attract nice things and be nice and kind to people as well. And it's not just the Buddhist outlook on life I'm talking about. Being compassionate only serves you well. So if you see someone and they're annoying you because they're talking about how well they're doing, just go off social media instead of thinking about it or being angry about it. Keep working at your writing until it gets better so you feel good about it. Be focused. Just deliver excellence. Be passionate about your writing and enjoy the process. It's so worth it. Sometimes the hardest times lead to the greatest moments in your life. So stick with it, my friend. Because if you play it safe and do the same thing every day, then what are you going to get more of? The same. If you want things to change, do something different. It's that easy. Writers massively underestimate themselves. The beautiful thing about creativity is that the more you do it, the better you get. So if you can put a story together now, just imagine what it'll be like in five or even ten years time. And I know what you're thinking. Five or ten years? I can't be thinking that far ahead. But honestly, it goes so quickly. I remember when I started writing, when I was writing one book and someone talked about the trilogy and I was like, three books? Oh my God, no, I, I, I can't think that far ahead. And now I've written 20 books and it's crazy how quickly it goes. It's hard to find inspiration online when it comes to writing, though. And that's not because authors don't do well. It's because they're very, very humble. 
Now, I know that there are writing groups where authors won't share their successes because they don't want to make other people feel bad. Author jealousy is very real. And again, please don't fall into that trap. And while I agree, you definitely don't want to make people feel bad and you don't want them to feel jealous. Isn't it just as important to inspire them? Because even when authors do do really well, they don't tend to share it. And if they do, it always comes with a caveat like, oh, sorry for the humble brag. And I hope it's okay to share. But this is just such a big thing to me. I'm really excited. and I really just wanted to tell someone. It's important to share your wins because that could provide huge inspiration for writers trying to get their work off the ground. When I was starting out, I was so hungry for inspiration. I lapped this stuff up. I loved it. I was always online searching for authors who had gone from an ordinary background to doing really well. So if someone judges me for saying that I'm a seven figure author, so what? <laughs> I say it at the start of every one of my TikToks because I know that I'm grabbing people's attention and they're thinking, hang on, how did you do that? So guys, be proud of your work. Share your successes. And if you're an author looking at a post with a Nellie Olson face, then you need to rethink your perspective on life. <laughs> now, I know I'm showing my age here. And if you don't know who Nellie Olson is, then look her up. But anyone who's watched Little House on the Prairie will know who I mean. Please try and be happy for other people because they will be happy for you when your turn comes. And if you can't be happy, then look after yourself. Just have some self-care in place. Go offline. Be kind to yourself. Take time out until you're in a better frame of mind. Nothing makes me happier than when someone tells me that my words have motivated them. Because I empathise with them so much. Ten years ago, that was me. And that's why I started up my website, carolinemitchell.co, so I can spread the word and help people in turn. I think it's always important to pay it forward in life. So here's a few things that I want you to do. Start your day with affirmations that focus on your potential. Just a one-liner is enough to turn your day around. And it doesn't have to be anything huge. You can even just write a post-it note saying that I am going to smash it today. Or I am going to write a chapter no matter what. Visualize success if you don't want to write it down. Close your eyes and imagine yourself as a best-selling author. See yourself signing books. See your book on the bookshop shelves. How does that make you feel? Think of the room. What's it like? Is it warm? Is it cold? Is it noisy? Are people chatting? What does it smell like? What does your chair feel like? Imagine people queuing up and they're holding your book and they're looking at you and they've got a smile on their face because they love what you write. Honestly, that is the best feeling. And each time I do it, I pinch myself. Now, time management, I want to move on to that because there is a little bit of that. I know I've said that people don't write because of fear and self-confidence and all these other issues, but time management is real and it is definitely something that I'm going to cover in my course, How to Plot a Book in 14 Days. Now, you can join the waiting list to be on my course at my site, carolinemitchell.co, and I'll have more news on that soon. So I'm just going to quickly suggest that if you do want to save time, have a look at what's called the Eisenhower box technique. The Eisenhower box technique prioritizes tasks by urgency and importance. Now, I was actually doing this long before I knew about this technique and I continue to do it. And if I don't do it one day, I feel a bit lost. So it is a habit worth getting into. 
Now, Eisenhower's strategy for taking action and organizing your tasks is simple. You basically separate your actions based on four possibilities. So number one would be urgent and important, and they are the tasks that you would do immediately. Number two would be important but not urgent, so tasks that you can schedule for later. Number three would be urgent but not important, tasks that you can delegate to someone else. And number four, yes, is neither urgent or important, so they are tasks that you can just get rid of. If they haven't been done by now, they're never going to get done. Get rid of, delete those emails you're never going to reply to and move on. Now, I do this all the time. I write and list everything because I'm a busy person. I write two books a year as well as managing my business and keeping up with all my social media channels and everything else that I have on the go. I work long hours. I work full time at what I do. And I know what it's like to have a job and write at the same time. It is hard, especially when you've got kids at home, but it can be done. And I'm so glad I put the work in in those early days because I'm reaping the benefits now. On another note, I want you to eliminate self-doubt. Your journey is your own. Do not compare it to anyone else's or worry about judgment. Listen to my podcasts and sign up for my weekly motivational emails because they will give you a huge confidence boost. Mindfulness is such a powerful tool for authors as well. And before you sit down to write, just take a few deep breaths and clear your mind. Just think of what sort of a chapter you want to achieve, if it's fast paced, slow paced, whether you want to move the story on. Just give yourself a few seconds and then go in and write and relax and write free flow, even if it's rubbish. There's no judgments, just write. Now, before we wrap up, I want to give you some actionable steps. So set daily goals to begin with. Write down what you want to accomplish every day. It's really important. Secondly, I want you to establish a regular routine writing ritual and find a time and place that works for you and please stick with it, even if it's just 20 minutes every day. Also, accountability is incredibly important. Share your writing goals with a trusted friend or family member or even better still with another author who's trying to get their writing off the ground. Now, NaNoWriMo is coming up in November and it's something I'll be talking about in a future podcast. So if you go into NaNoWriMo or on Facebook, you can find other people who are writing their books and buddy up with them. Just have accountability. Say to each other, right, by next week, we're going to have this done. And then you know all week that you're meeting them. It's a bit like going to Weight Watchers. You know, <laughs> you have the big weigh in. So you'll make more of an effort. Accountability is really, really good. And I really recommend it. Remember, high performance isn't about look. It's about habit and persistence and a lot of self-belief. And you've got all of it. I know you have. So until next week, happy writing. And please pass on this podcast to anybody that needs to hear it today. See you next time. Take care.